0: Go,
1: Aloha and welcome to the 2020 Maui Invitational Bracket Reveal Special. My name is Mark Titus. His name is Tate Frazier. Together... We are Titus and Tate. Wow. Tate, we we are uh, Maui, what are, what are you calling us, the ambassadors of Maui? What, what, what is our official title?
0: We This year is a little different. We are usually Maui brand ambassadors, or at least mm-hmm. we were last year. We relaunched our podcast, Titus and Tate, together at Maui. It was a beautiful, kindred moment. We loved being in Maui, but this year is a little bit different, Mark Titus. I don't know if you've heard, but Maui's mm-hmm. coming to the mainland. So this year, we're going to be your guides of the mainland. We're going to take you around. Year, it's going to be great.
1: Last year, Titus and Tate, we took Maui. Uh, mm. We forgot to give it back. Yes, and now yeah. they have to <laughs> now they have to play the tournament uh, in Asheville. But we're excited nonetheless, as as everyone should be. This is the premier college basketball early season tournament. What are we calling it? The MTEs now. That's the new yes. term. Is, yes, Is MTEs? Uh, this is the premier one. This has always been the premier one. Uh, a lot of a lot of newcomers are trying to to push Maui off the throne. Not going to happen. It doesn't mm. – you, you, you notice in the news, all these teams are dropping out and I don't want to play in this tournament. I don't want to play in that tournament. Maui perseveres. Maui will always persevere. And uh, that's because Maui's the best. And everyone wants to win the Maui Invitational. Who cares if they're playing at Maui or in Asheville? It doesn't matter. Everyone's gunning. For the Duke Trophy, yes. I know you love that, that the trophy is named literally <laughs> the Duke Trophy. Yes, the Wayne
0: Duke Trophy. We took it on the roof last year after the championship game. We celebrated. Mm. Uh, we saw probably the two best teams last year in Maui, and Dayton and Kansas, teams that we could potentially have seen in the national championship. We've called that our de facto national championship game from yep. last year. Uh, But I also want to point out, as far as the things that have changed, we're going to the mainland, we're going to Asheville, North Carolina, my home state. I'm very excited about that. But there is no two Mauis in the title this year, Mark Titus. I don't know if you've seen this, but it used to be the Maui Gym, Maui Invitational. This year it is just the Maui Invitational. Maui Jim mm. will be back next year and we can't wait to hang out with Maui Jim. We got we got lots of plans for us and Maui Jim to party it up in Maui together. But this year just the Maui Invitational. One Maui, one time on the mainland <laughs> and it's going to be one hell of a time.
1: Maui Jim uh does not leave Maui. He is he's not called Asheville Jim. He's called no. Maui Jim. Maui we we tried, we begged Maui Jim and and Jim told us no. No. He said, he said you bring it back to Maui, I'll be there. Uh, no, you brought up a good point. The Kansas-Dayton last year was was one of the best Maui Invitational title games we have ever seen, maybe the mm. best. Uh, it it, it for, for all we know, uh, it could have ended up being the National Championship preview, as you said. Maybe not. Who knows? Mm. That was we'll last year. Know. We'll never know. We're going to flush it down. We have to move on to this year. Uh, and we have a great field this year. We have a great field every year in the Maui Invitational. We're especially excited about this field, tape because – you grew up a North Carolina Tar yes. fan. Mm-hmm. I grew up an Indiana Hoosiers fan. hmm both of those teams will be in this year's Maui Invitational, so we have a. It's a little close to home for the two of us.
0: Yeah, it's the best. It's the best case scenario. We were going to have our families go out to Maui. We were going to have mm-hmm. a full experience. Uh, we, we were so jealous last year seeing the Kansas fans, seeing Coach Bill Self hanging by the pool. We said we want that for our families. But this year in Asheville, it's going to be even more special, even more uh, than we could ever have imagined last year. And I think it all starts at the top with you know the North Carolina Tar Heels being in their home state. Roy Williams gets it mm-hmm. done the tournament of champions that's what people are calling this uh at least that's what i'm calling this uh and i and i just can't wait coach odom dave odom shout out to him running the maui team and getting this going so we're, we're very excited but the people are here for a bracket reveal so they are here for the bracket <laughs> we're,
1: we're we're talking too much this always happens they're they're fast forwarding. And they're saying show us the damn yes. bracket already uh and that's what we're going to do without further ado here is your 2020 maui invitational bracket All right take game one mm. starting us off texas versus davidson shaka smart uh davidson was actually in the 810 shaka smart uh i, I looked this up because i was trying to make sense of like when davidson joined the 810 when shaka smart left for texas mm-hmm. they had a one-year overlap and shaka smart plays bob mckillop and davidson uh they play three times shaka wins two out of the three uh but it was weird because the last two times they played um so davidson uh uh, shaka plays davidson uh at the end of the year they they lose by 27 vcu loses by 27 at Mm. davidson they turn around nine days later beat davidson by 20 in the a10 tournament this was in 2015 this is five years ago so i'm not not sure how much that matters (laughs) but uh that just shows you the contrasting styles of shaka smart bob McKillop in a nine day span there was like a 40 plus point swing in outcomes all that is to say, good luck trying to figure out what's going to happen in this
0: game. Yeah, well, this is the old guard and the new guard of sorts. Shaka Smart is obviously beloved. We've talked about this ad nauseum on our program, Titus and Tape. but we're, we're happy to see Texas a big-time program trying to make a statement here. Shaka says he's ready. His team knows that it's, it's, it's every man up. Andrew Jones is a storyline to look out for as far as the COVID complications of what may happen, but they're, they're all in on that. And then Kellen Grady, for people that don't yeah. know at home, Kellen Grady yeah. is Stephen Curry 2.0. He is a Davidson Bob McKillop in his 32nd year at Davidson and I have to repeat that because that is something else his 32nd year at Davidson one of the great head coaches of all time and he'll be in his home state as well
1: uh yeah Davidson is technically and I, I say technically in quotes mm. uh the worst team in this field technically I did nothing against Davidson it's just if you're setting odds as to who is going to win Davidson is probably the lowest odds but and, and this is a mm, big but, huge but yeah Kelly Grady might be the best player In the Mm -hmm. entire field. Mm -hmm. So that is an interesting... Little wrinkle there
0: of, and I don't say Steph Curry yeah. just because the guy is at Davidson. Obviously, he wears thirty-one. He looked up to Steph Curry, and he he's a jacker. You know what I mean? He takes a lot of that's shots. Such a, and that's it's such perfect.
1: a Kobe wearing twenty-four <laughs> type. Of it's movie. So amazing. It's amazing. One,
0: I'm gonna be one better.
1: Uh, so Texas, the, the 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 scouting report on Texas is this: Tate, uh, the Longhorns were in a four-way tie for third in the Big Twelve last year, which is a big-time Texas basketball stat. I mean, mm. we don't need to belabor the point of Texas basketball being. kind kind of good enough to get your good enough to make you wonder why they're not better. That mm-hmm. is like kind of the storyline with Texas every year is like, you're good enough to grab my attention, but now that you have my attention, I can't help but notice that you should be better and mm-hmm. you're not. Um, but they bring everybody back from that team last year. They had a five-star and Greg Brown, a local kid from Austin. Yep. Once again, the, people are saying, I don't know which people, but there are people saying that this is Shaka smarts, best team he's had at Texas. So, uh, there's there's going to be some high expectations this is going to be an interesting game just to kick us off
0: yeah and greg brown is the name to watch with texas because shaka hasn't really giving him glowing reviews you know coming out of camp so far he said he's a freshman doing freshman things we love that <laughs> when someone is doing those types of things and uh but i think he, he'll get there he has the athleticism to be a really great player as we've seen with jackson hayes and some of these other guys over the years and then we remember in vegas kobe white versus kerwin roach one of the great mm-hmm. showdowns in college basketball history uh mm-hmm. when those two guys went off in I got that big win against Carolina. He's he's good early in the postseason, And, uh, you know, I I think Texas will be a team to be reckoned with.
1: It's, it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, (laughs) the winner of Texas Davidson will be playing in the second round. The winner of Indiana Providence, your team, that is, that is our game. Number two, the Hoosiers versus the Friars. Uh, Again, Indiana and Providence both. I think Indiana probably has higher expectations than Providence. Providence has been – I'll say this about Providence. I'm a little surprised by this. I love Ed Cooley. Um, one of the most entertaining – first of all, he's a good coach, but more importantly to us, to content guys like us, he's an entertaining coach. He's a great mm-hmm. interview, great guy, fun to fun to follow, uh, all of that stuff. But I was a little surprised. Dave, Providence has been a little so-so since the Chris Dunn, Ben Bentle – team and what was that 2016 mm-hmm. yep. they've been a little that was like five years ago uh they they should have a decent team like they would have made the tournament last year I yeah they had
0: won six straight i think at the end of the season yeah, last year, they're yeah, a really they, hot they teams.
1: they got hot last year but uh probably providence the third
0: is, best team in the new big east right since that is yeah formed. you yeah. know it's like villanova xavier and then providence
1: uh so i don't mean to suggest that, like providence is at a crossroads as a program or whatever <laughs> but, but but what i am trying to set up the point i'm trying to set up mm. here is that this could be a big year for Providence. like the, 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 if I'm Ed Cooley, I'm like, man, we, we got to get it going this year. We got mm-hmm. a good thing going. We got David Duke. Yes. That is his real name. Yes. Uh, why should he have to change it? He's not the asshole. That's the, uh, the old uh, office space joke about Michael Bolden, uh, mm-hmm. David Duke, local kid from Providence. He's, he's a stud. He's going to be awesome for them. Uh, but I, I feel like Indiana has to be the favorite in this game. And I'm not just saying that cause I'm an Indiana guy, but uh, trace Jackson Davis is going to be one of the best players in the country this year, I think. He's 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 going to be great. He's going to be great, Tate. I'm just I'm just warning everybody. He's going to be great. It, what,
0: what? Well, I'm going to tell you why he's going to be great because he changed his number, and this is one of the things mm-hmm. that you do in college basketball to sort of cement the fact that either you're trying to take a step down to say I'm not really that guy, you know, let me just get mm-hmm. a different number, or to step up and say I'm really him. And Trace Jackson Davis is wearing number 23, folks. So he is trying to say I am him. I'm I am him. trying to bring the Hoosiers back. <laughs> and uh, I think you're 100 percent right on the fact that Indiana and Archie Miller they're trying to make some noise this year
1: they're trying to there's going to be a little addition by subtraction Devonte green is gone justin mm. smith transferred. justin smith great player for eh, great probably a little strong but a very good player for indiana transferred to uh i believe arkansas um but he he, he never really fit in he, he never loved archie we'll just say yeah. that much so like him leaving might end up being a blessing in disguise for for the hoosiers uh al durham rob fantasy mm. and the guy that that, that the next big recruit that's coming into Bloomington the next five star that that's going to change everything and bring the Hoosiers back his name is Christian La- Lander Tate
0: mm. and
1: I can already tell that you're going to hate the guy because his name sounds so close to Christian mm. Um <laughs> but uh you got you got Lander you got Phenasy Durham uh with, with Trace Jackson Davis that is that is a winning combination I'm excited about this Indiana team but the Big Ten is going to be stacked I should say that so like <laughs> it's going to be a weird year because Indiana is probably going to finish like fifth in the Big Ten but actually have a very good team and uh it's going to be impossible to tell whether they should be happy about that and (laughs) they're going to be happy and i know
0: one man that's going to be happy a name that you didn't mention that's joey brunk and he Mm -hmm. is based on the research i did he had gained 10 pounds over the all season so he uh a muscle
1: is it all muscle yes he's coming back at
0: 255 so watch out for joey brunk and watch out for race thompson also one of my favorite names Mm -hmm. on the indiana hoosiers team so great
1: great great name to have in indy too yeah yeah to be named race in, in indiana Uh, So, yeah, that is the one side of your bracket. Texas, Davidson, Indiana, Providence, one of those teams will be playing for the Maui Invitational title. On the other side, uh, game number three of this tournament, we have your North Carolina Tar Heels versus Mm. UNLV. Uh, Tate, the the story is North Carolina as it always is Anytime North Carolina is involved with anything because (laughs) you're just such a blue blood. You you, you suck up so much oxygen Mm. in the room Mm. uh, under normal circumstances. But these are not normal circumstances. We are coming off of one of the worst North Carolina basketball seasons of all time. Mm Mm-hmm. Why should anybody believe that things will be different this year for the Tar Heels?
0: Well, people know the recipe, Mark Titus, and the recipe is North Carolina goes to Maui, North Carolina wins Maui, North Carolina wins it all. And when they're playing in Maui, there's a certain air that comes around the team and Roy Williams himself that says, we got a real shot at doing this, guys. This is what we do. We learn from Maui. We win in Maui. That's a nice tournament atmosphere. One of the best atmospheres you'll ever get outside of the actual NCAA tournament, as you and I both know. And Roy Williams is ready because he's got some pieces. He got Caleb Love in there. Got R.J. Davis. Uh, got some young freshmen that are going to make some noise. And then got a, you know an older guy that usually works for him, a, a big man Garrison Brooks, who's mm-hmm. coming back for this North Carolina team. But the real the real story here is that in 2011, North Carolina played in Orleans Arena in Vegas in a preseason tournament. And Kendall Marshall was on that team. John Henson, James Michael McAdoo, Harrison Barnes, Reggie Bullock, P.J. Harrison. and they played a UNLV team that went on a 14-0 run in the second half, and I was at that game, Mark Titus, not to make it about me, and all I heard was (laughs) Rebels, Rebels, and the Rebels won that game. They beat a team that was preseason, you know, destined to win a title, and it shook up that team, got them going, and they kind of rolled off from there and had a great season, of course. But that moment in time, Roy Williams will remember, and Roy Williams versus UNLV, I think that's uh, his retribution for that moment.
1: Yeah, I think I think Carolina uh, is is going to bounce back. It it, it mm. pains me to say it because last year was so fun, and it sucks that, that we didn't have a tournament <laughs> without Carolina. I was just mm. – I don't know. I, I I squeezed as much out of it as I could because Ohio State beat Carolina, and I rubbed in your face as often as I could, but it was just so unsatisfying that we didn't get to have the tournament. And really, it's a bummer for you because you get so – you get so wound up watching Carolina play in the tournament. And I was mm. I was excited to see how you would have handled a tournament with no Carolina where you could have just been relaxed and been like, "Yeah, let's who cares? I don't have to worry about who we're playing tomorrow or, mm. you know, where the bracket's going to shake out." <laughs> You're like, "I'll just enjoy it." And then the tournament got canceled. But I think I I, I think Carolina is going to be better. Uh, obviously they're going to be better, but I think they're going to be pretty good, and I think uh, they should probably be the favorite to win this thing, especially cuz we're playing in Nashville. I mean, yeah, is they- that is that ultimately the the difference was that that Carolina called in the favor is this a Roy thing is this why we're playing in Asheville do you think Tate?
0: I, I mean Roy is basically playing a, a home game to a T I mean he is from right outside of Asheville I mean coach yeah. Dave Odom they have a great relationship so we don't know who he called but we do know that Maui was never a doubt you know there was going to be a tournament and they wanted it to be in North Carolina and uh it, it's gonna uh, be beautiful I can't wait
1: UNLV Bryce Hamilton's the big name you need to know yeah. for the Rebels. Uh, 16 points a game last year. Score can can light it up, uh, especially playing against like a, playing against North Carolina with that tempo. Um, are, 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 I, I I meant to ask this earlier. Are the soft rims being transported from the island mm. to Asheville? Are we gonna have the soft rims? That's sources are
0: saying game. that the rims will stay in Lahaina <laughs> Center, but uh, we're hoping that they is, that they do something. We don't know about Harris Rims. That's a good question. Gamblers, Mark. Yeah. yeah,
1: gamblers are scratching their heads about this because I was about to say Bryce mm. Hamilton with those soft rims in Maui could light it up. You get you get up tempo Carolina team, and and he's, you know, but I don't know. Are Let's the start a campaign soft here. Soften
0: the, rim. soft the rims. Soften the soft. rims. And we'll figure <laughs> uh, it
1: out. Finally, the final game of the first round of the Maui Invitational. The Stanford Cardinal versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. Mm. Um, you you might be scratching your head and saying, "Why should I care about this game? Are these teams any good? Are there are there names? I you know, not everyone's glued into the college basketball landscape and and, and figuring out what the hell's going on out here. Uh, why should I care about a football school playing a uh, Olympic sports school in Stanford? Mm. Like, what's going on here? Sh- two names to know. Number one, Tate for Stanford. We have Zaire Williams, yep. who uh, you may have heard of his name because he was the guy who was actually the best player on the high school team where, where LeBron and D Wade son played together. <laughs> um, this was the guy who was actually the guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, recently committed to, to Stanford. And, and that made big news because he could have gone basically anywhere he wanted in the country. Uh, and he's going to Stanford. And he's going to be a freshman. He's going to be very, very good. And we get to see him in, in the first round of the Mount Invitational. Number two, on the other side, Alabama has a guy by the name of Javon Quinterly who you might remember Mm -hmm. was a five-star point guard that originally went to Villanova and just could never figure (laughs) it out under Jay Wright. God knows what happened there. We got to figure that that's the mystery. That's the new, is that the new Michael Porter mystery for us? Yes.
0: The Quinterly mystery. Absolutely. That's that's uh, for sure.
1: But that is, that is what I have my eye on in this first round game is just the superstar potential between those two guys. Quinterly. You gotta, you gotta imagine this guy is ready to to silence the haters, Tate. After everything that went down at Villanova, you just have to imagine that, right?
0: Yes. At the Maui Invitational last year, Bill Self created and answered the first question that's ever been asked message to the haters. Do you have one after a win? And we are going to build on that brand with Quinterly, of course, You know, in this situation where he can talk about going to a school that just won a national championship and not being able to figure it out as a five-star. You mentioned the word potential. When you look at these two programs, they are built on potential because they're built on future five-stars. Harrison mm-hmm. Ingram, a five-star, just committed to Stanford. Jared Haas, the coach at Stanford, was an assistant, longtime assistant with Roy Williams. He knows the mm-hmm. game. He knows North Carolina. He was at UAB before. He, he played in the battle for Atlanta Uh, with that team so he knows these preseason tournaments so he's going to have you know a a little bit of an advantage here especially knowing Roy Williams so Stanford's a team to watch out for as a dark horse I would say Mm -hmm. and then you look at Alabama and if you keep up with the recruiting world Mark Titus I read a story the other day that said this, t- this I'm laughing because it was so funny. They said the school to watch out for for Duke's potential top recruits yeah, in the I class of 2021 is too. Alabama, and yep. we're not talking football. uh So uh, that Alabama basketball, Nate Oates is doing really well in the recruiting trail uh with, with a bunch of guys that he's bringing in. Maybe too well. Maybe, maybe too, too well. <laughs> are, we, uh, are
1: we? Are we sniffing something out? This is well, the. It, it, the it sounds like
0: south. A, It's it's a five star <laughs> matchup at the bottom of the bracket in Maui. That's all we can say. And that's uh, it's yeah.
1: That is the matchup uh, of of that game. Yeah, it's the superstar, the the individual level potential. The brand uh, Stanford. Yeah. Stanford's yeah. interesting to me because Zaire Williams is it going to be an Anthony Edwards situation that we saw in Maui last year, where like uh, mm. you know Anthony Edwards was quote unquote the best, but he wasn't actually. I mean, Obi Toppin ended up winning National Player of the Year, but Anthony Edwards might go number one in the draft. Uh, and he played in Maui last year, and not a lot of people remember that because Georgia did not play well in Maui mm. last year. They they basically needed Anthony Edwards hitting like a clutch shot late. To beat Shamanaz mm-hmm. in the last place game, um, so I'm, it's it's interesting to see how this all plays out because you got you got a team like Alabama where you figure Quinterly is going to be carrying a lot of the load. You got you got Stanford where Williams might be doing that. You got uh, uh Davidson. I said earlier, Kellen Grady um, are are, but every so often you get like a Gonzaga and Adam Morrison situation where one guy does carry uh, a team to a Malibu t- not to the title but to the title game, and you're like, wow. Uh, these are Maui moments we live for, so it's mm. it's fascinating, Tate. It's fascinating. Is all I'm gonna say. It could go either way. Superstars sometimes, wow, this is great. You got Adam Morrison. Other times, it's like mm. Anthony Edwards. You're doing a lot, but you're not winning. So I don't know. We'll
0: and, see. And, and sometimes you get Luke Herr and versus Tyler Hansbro. You know what I mean? There's a full range at the Maui Invitational. You can see it all. And this year, you're gonna see it on the mainland. And uh, yeah, those are great matchups. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty. All right, let's up. let's break them down though. Let let's let's make some picks. Because okay. Why not? why why
1: not we we got we got nothing but time between now and then and Mm. uh the people need some college basketball content to get excited about so uh texas davidson who do you like
0: i'm gonna go with shaka smart here i i would like to go with davidson my heart says wildcats and i'm hoping my heart is right but you know my head is yelling at me the texas longhorns are trying to make a statement they're trying to say we're here we're trying to make a real run with shaka uh and i think it's a pivotal year for shaka so i'm gonna take texas in game one
1: uh i'm going to agree with you i think davidson we forgot to bring this up that davidson is technically more of the home team than north carolina yes closer our dress there's a little closer than the tar heels are so uh davidson might have the home court advantage probably not um i yeah i I think this might be the best game of the first round honestly i I really do because it's it's i could just see kellen grady just going absolutely berserk and uh yeah nothing to you know just in the weird times we're living in how much are team's practicing how much are they not you brought up Andrew Jones earlier the uh the situation with with him recovering from leukemia and like does that make the the coronavirus protocols at Texas a little stricter than maybe others I don't know that's a, there's so many variables that go into it that when it boils down to it I feel like Kellen Grady is going to be the best player on the floor and that scares me but I still think I'm going to pick Texas I yeah still think I'm with
0: I think there's a chance that Kellen Grady does the full Maui bump where he becomes the star of this tournament and goes on a run with Davidson. There's like that sliver of hope that resides just because he's a senior, right? I mean, yeah. he got robbed of his junior NCAA tournament run that he probably would have mm-hmm. made based on you know him trying to prove that he is Unf- Steph Curry This is 2. hashtag 0. unfinished business. Exactly. Hashtag so, unfinished business. This and is this is it. a tournament that they feel like you know all these teams are coming down to. They can make a statement. In tw- this is their 2020 National Championship yeah. game, basically, if you're yeah. Kellen Grady. So he can make a run. So maybe maybe i i, I could you be talking it, it. I, I think you're i'm gonna, gonna switch it, gonna, <laughs> it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna officially like hit the button switch it switch it to davidson kellen grady right. tournament moment this is all right run. you can
1: I'll, I'll let you switch pick davidson okay. Then i'm uh, taking davidson davidson, officially. davidson i was gonna i was gonna ask you uh uh who's your maui bump team we're gonna get to that in a second but uh it sounds like well you're kinda...
0: I, i've already leaned that way i've already, yeah, already, already starting to trend, trend yes. that way. let's go uh, Indiana Providence, who do you like? Oh yeah, so Indiana in this game, Archie Miller. This is the year. Uh, I, I uh-huh. still have a little bit of hesitation because Providence was so hot going into the actual 2020, you know, NCAA tournament or Big East tournament. Um, so that gives me, you know, and David Duke has potential again to have a real run yep. in this tournament. So I'm going to go with number 23, though. I'm going to go yep. with, with with our Indiana Hoosiers. I'm going to go with Archie Miller. Uh, the facilities have been upgraded, so I have faith. <laughs> And Coach Miller, I,
1: I think Indiana is just the better team. I think Indiana has more talent. I think they're they're a better basketball team, and and that'll bear itself out in this game and, <laughs> and throughout this. I mean, that's that's really as simple as that. But Providence okay. is going to be pretty good. I, I, I meant to say this at the top of the big picture thing. Uh, it feels like all of these teams, and this, this is going to sound obvious, but it's not, not always obvious. Tate. All of the teams in this tournament, maybe Davidson is the one exception, uh, NCAA tournament or bust kind of. Like, yeah. like, like they're Agreed. good at Like they're going into this season. They're saying we have an NCAA tournament team. We yeah. definitely have an NCAA tournament team. Uh, and that sounds ridiculous. Cause you're like, doesn't every team say that? And the answer is no, no, not going into every. <laughs> I promise you there are teams last year that were going to the and They're like, I, I just hope we, I hope we can, you know, not embarrass ourselves too much here. Yeah. But, but, but enough about UCLA. Yeah. I was going to
0: say, leave UCLA alone. Come on. But no, UCLA was pretty good by the end of the year, but yeah,
1: UCLA wasn't going into Maui last year saying like, yeah, I got a tournament team on my hands. Mick Cronin was like,
0: where are my flip-flops?
1: Yeah. (laughs) What kind of team do I even have here? Uh, all right. So we're both in agreement. I'm picking Indiana. You're picking Indiana. Uh, Let's, go, let's continue the other side of the bracket. Carolina, UNLV, who do you like?
0: Yeah, I think this is pretty Overhand. simple. I, yeah, I'm going to go with North Carolina because I think that you mentioned all these teams are trying to prove something, that they are insavably tournament-caliber teams. I think that North Carolina has a little bit of uh, sour grapes about last year, how it played out. Roy especially. I'm not sure. I mean, I think Garrison Brooks probably took it personally, but Roy is definitely uh, you know offended by how they played last yeah. year, and they have the talent now, it feels like. Daron Sharp is a name to watch out for six six nine Ford, who's a freshman Uh, i haven't heard people say his name very much so maybe you know he's the real big man for this team but i I like him and i like walker uh walker kessler
1: if you think for one second that they're moving the maui invitational to like basically where roy williams is from Mm. and roy williams is going they're going to allow they're going to move it all the way across the the country (laughs) to the mainland to where Mm -hmm. roy's from and then allow Roy to lose in the first round of this thing, you are out of your school. You're mm-hmm. outside of your school if you think that that is in the realm of possibility. I'm sorry to say, UNLV fans, you have zero shot in this game. Yeah. It's not because your team's not good. It's not because you can't beat North Carolina. It's because of the circumstances surrounding this thing. It, it, it's kind of like,
0: like LeBron <laughs> yeah. going to the bubble a little bit. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It, it's, yes. it, it, it's too perfect of a setting for it not to work <laughs> out.
1: Yeah, there's no. I, I don't know if Carolina's going to win the whole thing. I'll flesh this out in a second, but
0: Carolina's <laughs> definitely winning the first round against UNLV. Uh you
1: Stanford, Alabama, who do we like?
0: I'm going to go with Stanford. I'm going to go with Jared Haas. I'm going to go with him having a, his team prepared. I like Nate Oates. I like the potential, like I mentioned before about Alabama. Yeah. But right I like now, Alabama next year. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to go with Stanford. Uh, in I like
1: of- Alabama next year. I like Stanford this year. Uh, Stanford, mm. as a reminder to everybody out there, Stanford once upon a time from 2000 to 2004 – was a one seed, and three out of those five NCAA tournaments, they were a one seed. They, yeah. they Stanford had an, an unbelievable run not too long ago in our lifetime, Tate. Uh, you're old enough to remember this, mm. um, and they need to bring it back. And it seems like they might be bringing it back with the way the recruiting's going. So yeah, the the O
0: one team was a one seed. Then you got the Lopez yeah. twins. You know, there was a bunch of Stanford yeah, they, errors. They, they've, they,
1: they've yeah, they got it. The Pac twelve by the way should mm. be okay this year. The Pac twelve. Should be sneaky good. I'm excited. <laughs> Pack twelve update. Uh, all right, so you got we 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 agreed on uh, most of these picks. Uh, Texas. I have Texas. Indiana. You had Davidson, Indiana. So I'll let you go mm-hmm. first. Davidson, yeah. Indiana. Who do like? Kellen just Grady. Flesh out the rest of the bracket. For
0: me. Yeah, yeah. Kellen Grady does it again. Davidson is—they basically are the sweethearts of the Maui slash Asheville Invitational. They take care mm-hmm. of business. They go to the championship game. Waiting for them on the other side of the championship game. After Roy Williams has a nice, you know, back and forth with Stanford, beats Jared Hasses. Good job, Jared. It was a great run, man. Mm-hmm. You guys, you boys, got a tough team. You know, you, you guys are going to have a good season, <laughs> and then we're going to get to the championship game Bob McKillop versus Roy Williams two season coaches going at it in North Carolina in the home state Kellen Grady goes off does what Steph Curry could never do beats North Carolina upsets Roy (laughs) in the home country uh, and Kellen Grady wins the Maui MVP and Davidson remembers this forever I'm going with the Wildcats at the top Wildcats, push the button Davidson Wildcats
1: you're officially locking in Davidson as your Maui bump team then
0: yeah, they are the Maui bump team. They are the Maui champions slash Asheville champions. And this is only because this is like old-school Southern Conference rivalry. This is Bob McKillop knowing yep. Roy Williams really well. This is Roy Williams knowing Bob McKillop well. And this is Kellen Grady being the best player on the floor. We understand. That we hear that a lot. You know? just who, Who's the best player on the floor tonight? It's not about
1: the X's and O's, Tate. It's about Jimmy's the Jimmy's and Joe's. and Joe's.
0: You know that. You know that. <laughs> and uh, it's about Kellen Grady. And I, I'm riding like Kellen Grady to the top. So go up. I kids. like
1: it. I like it. You're talking me into it. I, I mm. want to revisit my pick but i'm gonna to stick to it i wrote them down in a permanent <laughs> marker here so i gotta i gotta roll with it. no uh, sharpie oh actually yeah, no, a full it's, sharpie it's full, full sharpie <laughs> we're gonna get sued for, for stealing bits <laughs> here uh all right i have texas indiana in one semifinal. final unc stanford in the other uh Oof. i like the hoosiers over texas i like mm. the tar heels over stanford it is indiana versus north carolina this i like is, it our two teams <laughs> are gonna play each other it's destiny we, we saw it last year when Ohio State, the, team, uh, I, the, the school I ended up going to and, and playing for, uh, We, we, we get, so we got to get a little taste of it last year when our schools played each other. Uh, this is not quite the same. Indiana is not my alma mater, but it's a team I grew up cheering for, so mm. uh, similar. And I feel like you might get your revenge and the Tar Heels win, but a much sweeter outcome, in my opinion, is Christian Lander introduces no. himself to all of America <laughs> and – Rips the hearts out of North Carolina fans with the last second shot. And North Carolina fans say, are you kidding me? A guy named Christian Lander? Yes. After we endured so many years of Christian Laitner?
0: And, and, and honestly, it makes a lot of sense because then you get the Lander <laughs> shot, like the Watford shot, and it's, yes. it's this one moment in time. Everyone's like, Archie's back. Indiana's, Indiana's back. back. <laughs> yeah. The I, the can win. I can see the it. I can see it.
1: I really do genuinely think Indiana has a good team this year, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if they get them out. I, I am, in all seriousness, I don't know if Indiana's going to win the thing. I, North Carolina should probably be the favorite. But uh, Indiana locked me in as I, I do think Indiana's going to be the Maui bump team. I think okay. I think you're saying it's Davidson. So if Davidson beats Texas, that Davidson-Indiana game, assuming Indiana could beat Providence.
0: It's the battle for the bump. Maui bump. bump. Yeah. The
1: battle for the bump. Mm. Battle for the Maui bump. Whoever comes out of that is going to be ranked. 11th in the AP poll (laughs) or whatever it is. Uh, I'm so excited. Are there any other thoughts, Dave, any big picture thoughts, anything else we got to say to wrap this thing up?
0: I just want to say thank you to the Maui Invitational for bringing us back. We're very proud and very happy to be ambassadors for the Maui brand. And uh, I just have to say this being in Asheville with Bill Walton, will probably be the greatest joy of my entire career. And and, I, and I'm and i saying that prior to it all coming together to fruition. But I'm so excited, Titus, and I can't wait to be back I, with you. Back on the air, I, where we started this podcast. So it's going to be We live
1: in uncertain times, Tate. Mm. These times we live in, they are very uncertain. Not only in the world at large, but also in the college basketball world. If you're following any of these scheduling news or anything, really anything going on in college basketball, Nothing a lot of Nothing promised. Yeah. A lot of uncertainty. You have no idea what's going to go on, what tournaments are going to happen, what the conference schedules are going to look like, all that kind of stuff. So I am excited for nothing else to have something locked in to say, this is certain. You can put this on your calendars, folks. Mm-hmm. We are having the Maui Invitational. Tate and I will be there. And uh, that's it. And and we are going to have a great time. And we are excited because the Maui Invitational is the best. And it doesn't matter if it's being played in Maui or in Nashville. We're We're there for it. So... Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Good luck to all these teams. This is an awesome field. Yes. Incredible field. Uh, uh, All all of these teams are NCAA tournament caliber. I'm very excited about that. This is going to be fun. This is going to be so cool.
0: It's going to be the best. College
1: basketball is almost back.
0: Yeah, it's back. Get out your permanent markers uh, and write it in your calendar. They're coming back. These teams are going to be there. We're going to be there. It is the Maui Invitational in Asheville. Asheville is officially the new Maui. You never thought that was possible. Anything is possible in 2020, and I can't wait.